Welcome to Warm Beer in the Cheap Seats. Did you know that podcast, the word podcast, comes from personal on-demand broadcast? Because the internet does not lie. Welcome to Warm Beer in the Cheap Seats. I'm Sweet Melissa. This is Casey and Big Mike. Take it away, Big Mike. Hey, everybody. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. Sorry, that was very unprofessional. Hey, I hope this week has treated you well. The week has treated us well. We dodged, for the most part, Hurricane Ian here in the FLA. Yeah. Um, two days off from work. That was kind of nice. Day and a half. I got like two and a half days. Yeah. It's pretty nice. I'll take what I can get. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, hey, welcome to the show. It's Friday night. We're going to have a good time. Hey, do, do you take it even if you're out of power? Is it still a day off when you don't have power? Yes. Actually, that's more like scouting. Your boy you're scouting at your point. Because you have so, to. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So, I, Big Ed, if you were in the Boy Scouts, that's when those skills that you learned come in handy. Come in handy. Were yeah, you in the Boy Scouts? Were you in the Boy Scouts? Oh, okay. You're like like making a little car to go down a... Right, That's right, Pinewood the, Derby. Pinewood yeah. Derby, but that was Cub Scouts. We didn't, really do, we didn't really do anything. <clears throat> we just fucking play out <laughs> in the backyard, you know? <laughs> They're like, they didn't prepare us for this fucking hurricane. They suck. I'm unprepared, damn it. Oh, Thanks I was prepared. Uh, no, I did all right. I had batteries, water. I, it was... What a lame storm, though. No. Storm, hey, not you, lame. Our grid. I had power out at 4.02. Yeah, I was surprised. You, when you texted me and said the Montecito was down, I was uh, shocked. You're perplexed. You know, See, after I get a text at my niece that she has no power, went, wow, what a lame, you know, complex. And she's in a brand new development. And then like six minutes later, my lights flicker. I'm like, huh. Like storm's not supposed to hit for another five hours. No power. Or more, right? You we we actually lost power that same day at one o'clock for like ten minutes for no reason, and I'm like, ah, oh, this is really kind of screwing things up for other reasons, and I'll get into that. Uh, yeah, but well, I had, I, I, had I, I got on. I got I got a text from Duke, and ten minutes later we had power back on, and then I, I had planned on maybe power going out in the middle of the night while I was sleeping, you know, right. Sure. Which is okay because you don't need yeah, it right that, but it re messed up the refrigerator routine. So I had to, you know, go to the the T Bone establishment. They they uh, text me and said, "Hey, take your jet and come on over." So I did. Mm. Yeah. Did they never lose power? No, and they they're like loaded with wow. wires, and I mean they have the worst case scenario. Yeah. You would think that'd be the first place to lose power. Yeah, surrounded by tall trees. Yeah, uh, a body of water. I mean, it's like a it's a recipe for like a you know an A and E docu series. You know, like they they could have filmed either the the horror movie Lake Placid or Anaconda there. No, or a new series called This Is Where You Don't Evacuate To, or Friday the Thirteenth Part Thirteen Part Two. <laughs> Halloween. That's uh, Crystal Lake out there. Yeah. Yeah. And then today I helped them, uh, the T-Bone the family in the yard. Yikes. My back is, uh, it's, it's worn beyond limits. Mm. I manned the fire. I must have burned. I smelled like a, a stuck pig when I got home. 
Did they have it really I bad? still smell it. Well, everything under, you know, as bad as this storm was for the southwest of Florida, in yep. Orlando, it kind of purges dead branches and what have you and trees that are just need to come down. Sure. <laughs> they come down. So if I haven't heard yet that the house that I partially own in Orlando has a tree on top of it, I'm probably good, right? You're probably good. I just thought of that. No, I think you know, so. If you, if you text me the address, I'll, I'll do a drive-by because I'm in Orlando for the weekend. All right. Thank you. I need to head that way at some point. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Do, do, do Casey, uh, any comment on that or just going to let that one go? What, her check on her house? Yeah. Uh, just, that's just kind of like, you know, I kind of agree with that statement. There's nothing really to be said. Yeah. Meow, 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 meow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now to our sponsors, fucking Meow Mix. <laughs> yeah. Cats ask for it by name, by the way. Yeah. You didn't know. Fucking meow. Oh shit. Okay, I'll go <laughs> yeah, get it. Meow, 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 meow. Yeah. It's a but new yeah, brand. I am told it's flooded though, so I'll I'll uh Oh yeah. Uh actually She's probably getting it now. Who's getting it? Uh, baby die for N E D. Yeah. Well I was wondering I haven't heard above. from I've heard from uh, old Jimmy Mike, so I'm wondering how he's yeah. doing. He's on a little road trip with uh, Miss Sandy. She had uh So they're nowhere near. So I, I No, they're in Macon and it because uh I Oh, then they're way fine. No, 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 they're fine. Yeah. All right, they're safe. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they they're safe. He he heard that they they flood and Miss Sandy's like, you know, I'm not being here for a flood. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I got like one of the last hotel rooms in uh, Georgia. <laughs> well, I made egg salad. Yeah, how'd it come out? It was kick ass. I, I think it pretty good. I I just I was like egg salad, little Ritz crackers. You know, I just so I was gonna start yeah. my day. I, I had a whole it's, preparation for a hurricane. Do you? Why don't you fill us in? So is this a, like a standard hurricane prep for you? Oh yeah. Well I'm, well, I'm gonna make something that I can eat throughout the day, and then I'm gonna cook down things that I might have to not have room in the freezer. Oh, I got you. Which my freezer That's wasn't exactly what I did. And so, you know, if I have to do the three pounds of bacon, whatever, because once you cook bacon, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's a cured meat anyway. Yeah, it's cooked it and it's cured. It's fine. So I'm like, I'm gonna make this egg salad, um, and I just had an itching for it, especially with the Ritz crackers. That's just the way to go. Just it's your own spoon. You just an you, edible spoon. You you get really close to it and you just spoon it right into your mouth. And you can't really screw up egg salad. All right, yeah, all right, all right. He, Here here's a big question. He Cul did really good with it. Culinary question: How long? Do you uh, boil? Right, we're going to go around the table. How long, uh, Big Ed, do you boil eggs if you're making uh, hard-boiled eggs? Nine minutes. Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. Big I'm going to answer it this way because yep. I've never made hard-boiled eggs in my life. 
Big Mike. More than a minute, less than an hour. (laughs) 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 All right, that's good. I I see someone on our message board said 12. Sweet Melissa. Okay. So the interwebs have lots of answers. However, I thought that my mother would do like, I don't, well, she did like soft boiled eggs though. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, there's about four or five minutes for for soft boiled. Yeah, I was thinking like seven. All right, so I don't know what I've read, but I've always done it this way. (laughs) I've boiled them for 20 minutes. They well, can you can perfect. you over can you over boil? No, you just got to make sure the water doesn't boil out. Boil That's out. the Correct. key. <laughs> well, I always get a big pot with a lot of water, but then, you know, I I think the trick though for peeling is you have to immediately do an ice bath. So I always I'll get them out, chill them immediately, put them in an ice bath for a few minutes, and then boom, they those shells just come right they off. shed right off. Mine right feels off. pretty good, but I always just put it straight and cold. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you know how to tell if the egg is hard-boiled or not? Uh, yeah, you just you slam it on it. the ground. Correct. That is yes. one way, yes. but without breaking the shell. Oh. Uh, cook it fucking oh. 20 minutes. You can do, you can do 20, you can, you can do it for 20 minutes. More than, more than a minute, less than an hour. <laughs> All right, let 20 minutes be a rule of thumb. Anything more than 10, it's fucking done. Yeah. No, but if it spins, but if it wobbles, it's it's a weeble. It's a weeble wobble. Anyway, but I do like hard-boiled eggs. You know what I don't like about a hard-boiled egg is the yellow. I don't like the yolk part. Oh, it's yum. I don't like the the texture. So I'll eat like the white, but shit can the yellow part, the yolk of the hard-boiled egg. Hmm. No, I had running. Again, what's going on over there? What I are you eating? Uh, double egg and cheese ramen, shin ramen. I doubled down with a chicken breast. Well, well make- I I took a nap and I had to finish uh, my last. Here. <laughs> nom, nom. <laughs> it's I'm this fucking. Crazy. This is career. Uh, I, let me mute. All right. <laughs> But then after you're done muting. I kept I wanting to mute, but I had something to say. And I'm like, oh, they'll never. Well, wait, let me ask you a question, though. Can you really not overboil an egg? Uh, I've never tried. I'm like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I never thought about it. So, so what you're saying. If, if I you're just wasting kilowatts or butane or whatever you're using. Well, I so, so 10 to 20 minutes is a good boiled egg. Hard boiled egg. Big Mike, 10 minutes. Take it off. Put it on the 10 minutes, water. we're good. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, 20 it's minutes, Casey. Minutes. I don't know. It's, there's no bacteria in the egg, so. <laughs> I don't know. It's something I've read years ago. I don't know. I've been doing it. But you know right. what? Hey, he read it. He read it like Aesop's Fables, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Ah, but the, maybe the SummerSlam told him, you know? The Subway so, Slam. Because right, he's always guy, full yeah. of backs. Oh, yeah. oh, Subway Slam is that like, guy's not full of food fast. He's like he's like Encyclopedia Britannica. He should be in on the old fast food. That guy probably eats a ton in that. In that <laughs> I would say yes. Yeah, that's it's great food to eat when you're a champion wrestler. Yeah, you know. It's like the first. It's like the first city to ever have McDonald's delivered. I mean, he's been getting it delivered since he's able to like talk. <laughs> which was when he was about five, but that's all another issue. That's another right. story. Yeah. So, 
All right, so we got hard-boiled eggs. This has been the cooking segment well, all right. on Warm Beer but, and the Cheap But that seats. was the beginning. Oh, okay. Uh, my bad. Okay. And this is why I got pissed about the power going out at one because I was getting out the crock pot stuff. Cause oh, what were you going to make in the crock pot? I was making a little chicken soup for, yeah. for the rest of the day. There you yes. go. A little chicken and rice soup. There you go. So and I had good. to, again, burn down stuff that I had, extra veggies, and, you know, the, the rice you put in at the end because it Yeah, you don't want to overcook it. Well, you it did so good. Well, yeah, you, you overcook it and it turns into something like more of a, I don't know. Uh, like a porridge? It turns <laughs> into a porridge at some point. So you always put the rice in at the very end. I do like chicken and rice soup. So I, you, liked it. you know, I had bouillon cubes. So, but I, I always add extra water because they're too salty anyways. You can always add more salt, but you can never take, take it out. This is true. Wait, what else did you add? The little yellow packet or orange? Oh, that was called love. I added a little love. Ah, yeah. Shake it right in there. Yeah, it's a little uh, little Cuban seasoning kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. So put that oh, in there. Oh, I thought you meant like love like you ran a batch or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my. I yeah. didn't know what that No, meant. no, 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 no. That's okay. <laughs> you know, like, I'm sure you've had plenty of like, batches. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I'll up an old Rod and Ron show, and, and she'll figure out what run the bat, run in the batch. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. She'll figure it out. So you did get to make your soup, yeah, yeah, and it came out good. Oh came my. out good. Let just I, I just got done cooking chicken breast when the uh, power went off at four o two. I'm like, thank God, I cooked off. I did what you did, cooked off food that I wasn't going to leave in the freezer. You know. Yeah, it's the best thing you got to do. I mean, you got to have a plan. Um, and that's the biggest thing about these storms in Florida. You know, everyone's jokes are, you know, oh, you got to buy beer and this and that. And like, all right, yeah, you know, I'll have my beer. But you, you got to, if this happens, this happens, this happens. You got to have a plan. Got, you gotta, hey, if you the gotta, storm is serious enough, you can't get all cranked up, you know, because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not going to be effective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You got to stay in the moment. Yeah. Be loose. Be loose. If you're positive that your power, your power is not going out. There's no way to be positive about that. Yep. Unless you listen to, you know, well, possible future Tony Award winner. Subway, Subway Slam. Slam. <laughs> so, so yeah, chicken salad. Or chicken salad. Nope. Chicken. Egg salad. Egg salad. Some chicken soup. Yeah. We're good. All right. So you ate okay. Yeah, we're we we ate, we, even we had ate leftovers. Good. We had leftovers. I, I mean here where Studio D is, we were pretty spared, so uh, I think we only even got like an inch and a half of rain. I mean, what we had like, I think we had almost two foot of rain out here. We oh, had, yeah, no, we no, had no, about had, four you inches. You guys here. had like record rain. No. And oddly enough, you I'm, guys, I'm right on a coast. Studio D was far enough away here at Studio C about four inches. Yeah. T-Bone's dock was underwater and still is. And he's got a runoff. So, you know what? He's probably still going to run the sprinklers tomorrow though. I had to wait it was the highest that lake's ever been. Sprinklers running. Wow. I showed Casey. I was asking for pictures of that property, and I did receive them. Well, I didn't ask for pictures. I was just checking on them. 
but we do have pictures. Could have been worse, though. Could have been. We were spared. But even yeah, could have been. Yeah, you so. just never can tell. I mean, they were like, it's tracking, it's tracking. Heading Tampa, for Tampa Bay. Heading for Tampa. However, the European model had it going pretty fucking far south and across the state of Florida. The fucking Europeans. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Speaking of needing a plan. Yeah. Today, let me ask you this. Speaking of the models, which model? So the European model was the closest to yeah. the actual track of the storm? Yet, yet again. Again. What the fuck? We need to get the American model to do. What the? Why can't we be that? That accurate? They keep why? talking shit about that Doppler radar, next gen, next gen. We'll have some what's, next what's, gen prediction. What's the European model? Well, how, they, they're fucking in Europe. We're over here. How do they win? They probably you, you like boil a newt and then look at the water. Oh, my poor newt. They do a 20 minute boiled egg, does everything. <laughs> Spin that bitch, you'll have the answer. Hey, I've gotten salmonella zero times. <laughs> you know, got I, I see. I, I see where you're coming from. Better safe rather, than sorry. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. is that why I didn't feel good? Because I ate runny eggs. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm. It's not that. No, no, that's her cooking, by the way. Not. Yes. Not so cooking. we each did yeah. our own. I. Did How do you like your chicken cooked? Uh, all the way. I. I like, <laughs> that's I don't know, what just, I said. I like my chicken runny. Runny yeah. chicken. Oh. Could I have it runny, please? They really ask. Could that. I have medium rare chicken, please? And pork. I can't. Yeah, pork will do medium well. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Look, pig, pig don't live in their swine like they did 40 years ago, okay? Huh. But you can't get sick from a soft boiled egg, right? No. Okay. Did you get sick from an over easy egg? No. Oh, that's just an over-easy egg inside the shell. Yeah. There you have it. So, so you're you're good now. Montecito's got power again. Yeah, power came on about nine thirty, right when I was leaving to go to the T-bone establishment. Did you have a backup plan for the for the uh, aquarium, or is it just uh, it just stays quiet? I think they enjoyed themselves. <laughs> They had some peace and quiet. I threw. I had a flashlight. I'd put on it when I was here. They're fine. They're goddamn fish. <laughs> well, some of the big tanks. It's it's about the the circulation of water. You know, you get like a you can get battery powered like a little bubbler. Or you could just cross your fingers when you leave. <laughs> is that is that was that the big ad method finger crossing? <laughs> oh, oh, no. I you, you know what I did? Me. I would take. I'm not kidding. I took a pitcher of water. And I would scoop in there and pour it in and aerate it every couple hours. Because hmm. that's what you want to do. You want to get air in the water. You know. Tell you what, there's a bunch of little guppies floating on top, uh, swimming. There's about six of them. Like they're barely visible now. So you I lost think, nobody. I, no, no. Oh, no. Except Repeaty. I haven't seen Repeaty in two months, so I don't know. Wow, really? The uh, corpse is not surfaced. He hasn't floated to the top, maybe? No, but he's not. He didn't get out of the tank because I don't see a dried up Petey anywhere. So I don't know. Would Repeaty, could they do that? Listen, 
Would Repeaty jump at his I'm, neck? I'm, I think, think Repeaty Repeaty is flipped for the feds. You're the Montecito's probably under investigation, mm-hmm. and he turned state yeah. witness. <laughs> wow, you got to watch that Rico act. It's real. You don't think he's tits up? Watch now. Uh, I, he's tits up. We have an agency now listening to us. You're like, hey, you know, we got a follower in DC. They listen every episode. If that's funny, how that happens. <laughs> Who could be inside the Buddha? And if that's the case, she'll never be found until when the take comes apart. Wow. And then oh, you yes. have like a, a repeaty mummy. Oh, uh, be like, like a repeaty mumra. <laughs> mumra. <laughs> Big wow. has no idea. So I guess at one point I'll get another another frog. What? Yeah. Hmm. It would be Petey the third. We'll call him a uh, trip or something. So repeating two months, two months MIA, huh? Yeah, and he was around for like a year. He was. What? What? For a species like repeating, what's what's the what's the shelf life? I would say eight months to a year because that's what I have invested in two frogs. <laughs> so that's about it. He couldn't cost too much, right? Six, eight bucks. I mean, it's. Um, but how can you put a value on somebody like Repeaty? There's no. I know. Value. We have no, no mascot. So actually, they, they literally put a value on him. So like six to eight bucks. Six to eight bucks, <laughs> but I, th- I think they're a little short on their value there. It's it's repeating for God's sakes. Oh no, they keep dying in under a year, so I think they got that. Got it under. They got it I figured they, out. I think they got him pegged for what he's worth. <laughs> and you bought him before the big inflation. Yeah, inflation. What's a repeating worth yeah. now? Trip's gonna be like well, probably nine bucks. <laughs> wow, quite an investment. <laughs> yeah. Well, keep us posted, Big Ed, on Repeaty's whereabouts. It's very important. It's important to me. Hey, Bucks are getting another primetime game, by the way. Just throwing it out there. That's Just pretty good. Random, random yeah. thought. I and they're they, going to play here. They're going to play here. They they, they announced that uh, I guess yesterday morning. Yeah, Thursday morning. they figured – our area is not fucked up, so why take the game away? Yep. So they're they're gonna play that, but it's uh, against the Chiefs, so that'll be a big game. I mean, they lost last week, but they had like a lot of backups in on the offense. I'm not worried about it. So we lost to Green Bay, but after the first two drives, the Bucks defense didn't let Green Bay do anything. So nope. <clears throat> they they play each other again in the playoffs. It's a um, it's a it's a little story called "We're stopping a dirt hole in your mud hole," and mm. Uh, mm. and mm. Uh, mm. you know then Aaron Rodgers is going to be wishing he didn't dress more like the guy from Conair and more like Porky Pig or I don't know. He may dress like Porky Pig. He's a little weird that Aaron. Rodgers. He probably. I'm surprised he don't just run around and uh, dress like Porky Pig. So like a shirt, no pants on, <laughs> bow tie. Bow tie, yeah. Oh. Shirt, no. Pants. No, no. It's it's a jacket, actually. It is a jacket. It's a <laughs> bow tie, no bow tie, pants. No pants. Casey, is there a term for that? Yeah, it's called Porky Pig in it. 
That's what I Is that really a term? Yeah. Porky. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm porky picking it. Yeah. I, he's that guy. He just runs around, you know. Porky. <laughs> it's a free willy scenario. It oh, is. boy. You know, he's just, you know, every, ever since he just came out and said he just took ayahuasca and it made him give him the, the MVP. I mean, not, not, nothing that this guy... Will surprise me. He definitely. We had we had uh, three Willie nights at the Mac Grill case. Oh God! Explain those, Big Ed. What is a free Willie night? Uh, no boxers, zipper down underneath the apron. Oh! <laughs> wait, what was the last? Year? <laughs> no wait. Oh, no, no, no. You have to have an apron, but so that the Willie is not exposed. Yes. Willie's still contained. Yeah. No boxers, zipper down behind the apron. Uh... Not in front of the apron. That's oh how you my. get fired. Also, that's the apron is the buffer. Yes. <laughs> Between the willy. So, did I ever tell you the Tom Taddy story? We used to have a, you know, the song uh, Big Bottom by Spinal Tap? Yes. It's a, it's a, it's an all out <laughs> bass assault. Okay. The, the song all is all bass, no guitars. It's bass guitars. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the, the, let's see, the thicker the waistband, the dipper of the quicksand, you know, that's how the song starts out. <clears throat> Well, this guy, Tom Taddy, he was always like bragging like how much money he made every night. Like, man, how the fuck is this guy doing it? Tom Taddy. <laughs> we had the Tom Taddy song, which, who's your daddy? He's Tom Taddy. She smokes fatties. And then Tom Taddy got arrested in the middle of shift on a Friday night. Place is going down. All of a sudden, the sheriffs come in and they just kind of grab him while he's at the, you know, queuing in his order. No words were spoken. He knew, I guess the gig was up. He went quietly, took him out the back gate, you know. Tom Taddy, a little credit card fraud, you know. Oh, wow. So then, you know, we had other other uh, verses for the Tom Taddy song. I mean, yeah. it was like perfect fodder, you know. <laughs> Scott Wentworth and I would do the uh, the Gisella dance and then the Tom Taddy song would follow. It's kind of like the Hobbit singing when they're having their wine. You know? Yeah. Or, or, yeah, yeah. When they're walking around for their adventure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those hobbits did like to sing songs a lot. They did. <laughs> That's so, good. so So did Scott Wentworth and I. Uh, yeah. Scotty, <laughs> Scott Haney. Oh, you guys were a regular uh, Bilbo and Frodo up for adventure. Always not, up for not, adventure. not afraid to leave the Shire. <clears throat> no. No, never. The Shire only during shift. Have you watched any of the new uh, on Amazon? The... No, I see it. I, I, I'm i afraid if I like it, I'm going to sit there and watch it until the wee hours. And Have you? I, I have not. I look at it, and that's what I'm scared of. I'm gonna what is this? What are we talking about? The new Lord of the Rings, but oh. it's like a, a backstory. And I'm, I still want to watch the Game of the Throne, uh, Game of Thrones, the new oh Game of God, Thrones. Oh, my God. I think I made them one and the same in my mind. Yeah. I mean, huh. you got that. Um, we actually, watched we, Sprung. Oh, yeah. We did watch Sprung. Oh, that's the show I, I meant to write down. Um, all right. And? For, I absolutely Love. loved Sprung. Wasn't that guy his the, the son? The he was crazy. Matt and dating the the girls crazy. They're both oh. crazy. they're made for each other. 
Oh, oh uh, Wiggles and the other kid. Yeah, yeah Wiggles. Yeah. Wiggles is pretty funny. Uh, yeah, they're they're perfect for each other. Uh, the guy that <laughs> plays the lead is such. Yeah. All right, all right uh, can, look up IMDb.com. I don't, you know, I don't do it. Oh wait, but I'll get there. Oh, yeah, uh, promise. Pull up the uh, the list. This guy is such a good actor. Actually, the two leads were on. Um, a Fox show several years ago, say like 10 years ago. Uh, like he looked familiar, but I couldn't place him. Actually, <clears throat> he's, he, I, he's done other stuff. Oh, wait, wait. He was the uh, Jack McCall and um, Deadwood, the guy that shoots Wild Bill. Yes, yes, he, he yes, that's who and, that fucker was. And and he's such a good actor. They bring him back again, and he's one of the Pinkertons. When uh, you know Simon and Simon showed up to town. Francis Wool something dot dot dot. No 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 no. Oh, that, that's, not... that's right. He was Deadwood. No Garrett Dillahunt. That's no, his I name. Meant his character. Oh, was... oh yeah, Francis. Yeah. Oh well, that that's the second character. Oh. He was Jack McCall. Jack right. McCall is based on a real is a real person, but he, okay. But um, there were real characters in Deadwood. Yeah, was, I mean, some were fictional, but um, yeah. Oh, I didn't want to get off track. That's so okay. The, this guy is such an awesome actor. He's he's in been he's in a lot of things. He's in Fear the Walking Dead. Did you Love watch the, the whole thing? Oh yeah. Of Sprung, yeah. We we completed it last night. We need it's too season. easy to do. You get start watching, you're like, oh, I'll watch one more. Actually, you know, it's four o'clock in the morning. You're like, fuck. That's <laughs> it's it was a pretty good show. I and and it had you guessing kind of like where they're gonna go with it. Um but it I mean it's really funny, but I like that it had like a little heart to it, you know. Yeah, yeah. It it, it yeah, it played it, almost every emotion, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, there are redeeming qualities about all the characters. Mm -hmm. yep. You know, they weren't just, you, you know, just, yeah, they weren't just straight crooks. I mean, it was kind of funny. Like, he goes to jail for just selling weed in a time when, you know, mandatory minimums. Yeah. And so he's going to jail and they're like, dude, weed's legal. <laughs> he's like, why am I still in jail? You know, like, what the fuck? But then it was great you know, how they got out, though. They're like, COVID, like, what's COVID? Like, ah, oh, yeah. it's just something to get out. Yeah, yeah. And then he, but like, he was in jail so long, he learned every story of every criminal. So he was like a, a criminal genius, you know, because he understood, like, oh, this is how you run different. Yeah, you know how many cellmates he probably had? That's why. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, it, it's pretty good how they do that. He just always, when they'd show him to prison, like in the flashback, he was always just quiet and unassuming. He'd be like, oh, all right. I guess that's how that goes. He was paying attention. He was paying attention. Yeah, no, pretty pretty good what, show. What'd you think about that pacer? Big Mike would have liked that. Who it was like a seventy-six pacer? Who doesn't love like, a pacer? Pacers are cool. A lot of windows. Mm -hmm. A lot of windows. And yeah, you don't want to get you don't want to get T-boned in that car. Jesus geez, Christ, you'd get killed. The right. The right door is bigger than the left door. 
Oh, for passengers. Correct. So yeah. you can get in the back seat easier. AMC, man, they I, had it figured out. Oh, yeah, they certainly had it figured out. <laughs> they had it figured out, man. I mean, in some ways, they, they had the first SUV. Now, the, the Pacer, the first year of production was a phenomenal year. Okay. Uh, you, you, I'm intrigued. Okay, <laughs> so what killed the Pacer is was amc no amc <laughs> amc was actually known they built good cars their cars were a bit quirky but build quality was there so what they did with the line they sped the line up and that's what hurt build quality on the pacer so the pacer first model year good cars second oh, model, like that i love lucy episode with the chocolates the <laughs> exactly what happens you got to put them down your in your mouth down that's your shirt. what they're doing with like little rivets and stuff yeah you know that gets forgotten i don't know if you ever remember they ran the amc matador in a nascar circuit they did they uh bobby allison one of the allison yeah yep, bobby think, bobby because he drove for penske yeah. and then um penske was the lone amc team in nascar Mark Donahue, a New Mark Jersey Donahue. guy, drove, yeah. drove the AMC Matador before Bobby. That's, for folks that don't know, that's Phil Donahue's dad. No, no, different Donahue. I'm pretty certain I'm right on this one. Are you? Yeah. No, yeah. come on. Yeah, you're crazy. Mark Donahue and Phil, <laughs> if Mark Donahue lived, he'd probably be the same age as Phil Donahue. So that'd be weird. You know what? I wish we had commercial breaks because I would come back from commercial break announcing this is Donahue. Welcome back to Donahue. Donahue. Welcome back. So, but yeah, they, they called the original AMC <laughs> Matador the flying brick. But they're kind of cool cars. I'm a fan oh, yeah, of the yeah. Matador. I'm a yeah. fan of American Motor stuff, period. Yeah, the Gremlin was kind of cool looking too. I, I like the Gremlin. I like the Matador. I have a gremlin with a little shamrock on it on one of my uh, eight shows. Yeah. The Spirit. AMC Spirit, yeah. But that's like the first SUV. It was a crossover kind they're of They're a crossover. They so sat a little higher. It looked like a wagon, yeah, but, but they're, they're all-wheel drive. It, so they took, okay, so. The like AM, Subaru's been trying to copy that for yeah, 20, Fucking AMC had it. See, American Motors. They had those weird door handles. They were like. Those big yeah. little things, like a, like a lap. What was that? Yeah, what yeah. was AMC before the AMC? It was what, it was, was it Hudson. Called? It right. was Hudson. There were four Hudson, Rambler, yeah, and Hudson Rambler, and because Studebaker and Packard were supposed to join. Well, and Studebaker and Packard merged late fifties. Right but before. they were supposed to be part of AMC. And, and they said, fuck you. Yeah. So is Rambler, Hudson, Nash. Yeah, Nash. Nash. That was, I think. Rambler, Hudson, and Nash. They merged to become American Motors. But they needed Studebaker and Packard because, one, Packard had the plant. Yeah, which, production. oh, by the way, they're tearing down the Packard plant as Horrible. of yesterday started that. But they are preserving part of the Packard plant. You should. Uh, but see, Packard was a luxury car manufacturer, but they had a state-of-the-art plant that could do high production. Oh, yeah, yeah. If needed. Plant shut down 56. Yeah. Do you know, Casey, they... we had a neighbor in Long Island that had a Packard and still has it to this day. Oh, yeah. 
I've seen pictures. They're, of that car. They're, that, that's their motto that's a was museum quality car. That's like a thirty-nine Packard. Yeah, that's when Packard made maybe the. Ask cars. a man who owns one is what their advertising slogan was. Yeah. That's pretty good. I mean, I, I Packard, know someone that owes one. Yeah. You should ask him. Ask him about his Packard. Oh, Packard will tell you right there with Cadillac as far as prestige and sure luxury and build quality. But anyway. We should have an AMC show. We can do that. I like American Motor stuff. Talking about Mitt Romney's dad for a bit. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. all right. Yeah, chipped around me. Yeah, you know, know what? I wanted to bounce around. Maybe uh, an anniversary show. Yeah, we, we, oh. we, we didn't we discuss an anniversary show? We did. Yes, a little bit off air. We're we're coming up. Um, so let's do let's do so this our two little, years. We're gonna do a little. Here we go, a little teaser, and then we're gonna move into the next segment. Those of you who have been following us for a while, which is maybe one or two of you, maybe three. Yeah, yeah. It's two years. Two years. Oh, well, well, in like two weeks. Be two in years. two weeks. Is it two weeks? Okay, in two weeks. In in this version, this is warm beer in the sh- cheap seats, two point Yes, pretty much. So I think I'm going to do a best of. Uh, yeah, I, I just have to grow, find all of my scripts. You would get to that party of the season where they do a, like a clips episode. Yeah. A, a clip show. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they're always reminiscing. Yeah. Oh, remember when? Yeah. They don't do that anymore. No. Listen, you know what, lady? I miss, I miss the old <laughs> sitcoms and television programs used to have a very predictable uh format format which they don't anymore and i kind of miss that i find myself watching a lot of old tv now well that's the good stuff i'm into rockford files right now Mm. i I love rockford files show today maybe you'll like they're pretty entertaining you want to show you oh Oh. go ahead go ahead i I stepped on you go ahead that's a cb term Go ahead. I watched a show. It's CBS, and it's called "So Help Me Todd," and I think it started last night. No, I watched it on a whim because I wasn't really finding anything. So who's Todd? Why well, don't? I oh, some douchebag. Yeah. No, it was pretty good. The moral of it's it's like a no thinking kind of thing, except too they keep you guessing a little bit. It's silly. It's like a sitcom, but the mother of Todd is a lawyer and Todd. Oh lost. yeah. I've seen the previews for this. I, I did, did you, you like it? Yeah. I did. Yeah, I really did. I haven't heard anything about it at all. I just happened to come across it looking for something to watch. I liked it. And I think that was the first one last night. Wait, are, it was cute. So is this part of the sweet Melissa watches TV segment? Yeah. All right. So this is part of the sweet Melissa watches TV segment. I like we should, we need we need that we need that theme music for that. Yes, it's TV time with Sweet Melissa. Ah, there you go. TV time like, with Sweet Melissa. I don't like Sweet Melissa watches TV though. I like I like TV mm-hmm. time with Sweet Melissa. Oh, can we do the cloud sequence noise? I don't know what that is. No, that's not almost like white noise. No. Right. But yeah, you should watch to help me, Todd. No. 
this. Melissa watches TV. <laughs> so, oh boy. Hey, we'll, listen. We'll work on a, a song. We're gonna work on that. That that might be a new segment. You might be onto something, sweet Melissa. I'll be I'll be up late messing around with that. So listen. Yeah, about ten minutes. Yeah, here you go. Let's here you go. enjoy. Let, let's let's talk about something very important here. And what's very important is food. Oh, I just finished my double shit oh. ramen. Oh, this was so good. So here we go. We're gonna do a little. What are you What are you looking for there? Sport. Well, the list. The list. Right? We got. So we're gonna do a burger list. Yeah. I, I looked at this. Casey sent this to us. This is from Delish. Yeah. Now, I, Delish. I've, I've gotten some really good um, recipes off Delish. By the way, I do well, like this Delish. article is not right. So, burgers. Oh, so, okay. Okay. So it is. Which fast food chain has the best burger? Right. Are we doing like the okay? Are we doing the complete package burger fry and shake or are just we a burger? I would just say just the burger. That's a tough one. There, there's two. What can I start? Okay. Did you see the list? I saw the list. Okay. But okay. I, I have others that are not on the list. Okay. Okay. Me too. Okay. Well, you can name something, and for for the listener, I'll say on the list, not on the list. So one, two that were on the list that I do like, but one I would definitely rank above the other okay and for and i didn't know if really and sweet melissa brought it up she felt it was a numerical order i don't know unless they just listed one through nine as of they, i don't, I don't they, know they, they, i think they, they i think they us? listed it one through nine because they may have lost count it's hard to tell yeah maybe mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. So on the list, one of uh, on the list that I've eaten at. So there's one on the list that I've not eaten at, which I do hope to eat at one at one day. I'll tell you, In and Out. In and Out is like a legend. Yeah. I've oh. never been in. This, I've never Big been bike. in. This yeah. Big Ed, I know. Uh, I, I, I've never been in. This you think the line is long for Chick Fil A? You have not been to an In and Out in Texas. Listen, In and Out, Scott, like. Um, a secret menu. Really? Someone will be ordering in front of you, and then you're going to look at the menu board, and you're like, where is that? Oh, you said that's the one with numbers? They're, they're, but that's not unique to them. There's many. Yeah, that's where they go, the, the two-by-two animal style, which I believe is I the, that's the word. I saw style on yeah. there. I, it made me queasy. Uh, that's I didn't know what kind of off-menu. It's part of what they call secret menu. You have to just know in and out to order that. I bet you were YouTube. Because the first time I or- I lived in San Diego and I'm like, I'm going to go to in and out and I'm watching people order and I'm like, what are they ordering from? So I'm looking at the menu <laughs> and the big board. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, like, look at Ronda Rousey. I'm sorry. She looks like yeah. a fucking kid. Yeah. I don't know. Tammy Faye did her makeup today. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, so here the best hamburger joint I've ever eaten at. Yes, is a regional place. Okay, it's in Arkansas. It's called David's Burgers. Mm. David's Burgers crushes any hamburger I've ever eaten at a fast food joint ever. Is it fast food? Or it's fast yeah. food. Yeah, and it's all you can eat fries. Oh, I like. Mm. That. They put a piece of wax paper on your table, mm-hmm. and it's set up kind of like a diner, kind of like a you know, there. It's kind of a 
it's it's an up class fast food joint and it's not cheap and they they just bring you fries like they a steak and out. shake uh yeah i would say it's it's on par with steak and shake steak and shake yeah right in that neighborhood there because it's got table service you order i mean steak and shake gotta make the top 10. oh uh, steak and shake definitely makes the top 10. maybe the top so, five so david's burgers Checkers. no so david's burgers it tastes like it's a hamburger that it's it's fresh it's they make it it's not frozen it's a hamburger patty they made they they manhandled it before it went on the grill and all you can eat fries that's my favorite hamburger i've ever eaten in my life mm. at a fast food joint on the list yeah i'm gonna go five guys mm-hmm. is tops on the list for me right behind them is um uh what's it called whataburger because I am a Whataburger fan. All right. They had a Whataburger on there. Uh, what was it? Like a double? Yeah, double. What do they call it? Double meat Whataburger. Um, I've never had that. I've just had, you know, something a little bit more basic from them. I don't think I've ever done any of their double cheese. Uh, they make a good breakfast, too. Do they? Yeah. Sure. Now, when I was living in Dallas, running, uh, running that show over there, uh, that was like a morning ritual. They briefly expanded to Florida, and then they—they, they, I think the franchisee was the one who blew that one because had to. every every time I went to Whataburger, it was busy. I, I, uh, I but you can get them in Jacksonville. Still has Whataburger. Yeah, and I think there's one like out in like Pensacola. Jacksonville, there's multiple because I've been up in Jacksonville antiquing. And uh, I do hit the Whataburger. Nice. Now, well, there I, used I, to be one by T-Bone, and it closed. Yeah, that's one of the ones that were franchised. That one and, then a, to... and then a Sonic. I mean, how do you fuck up a I, Sonic? You know, I've never eaten a Sonic hamburger. I've eaten like their, their, like their ice okay. cream shake things. I, honestly, I was surprised it made the list. I would agree with Sweet Melissa. I would put a Checkers burger. Mm-hmm. In fact, I would put the Checkers double cheeseburger over All the Sonic those. whatever. I never had a Checkers double cheeseburger, but I imagine it's similar to the regular. And I feel like it goes at the top of this list. McDonald's nothing. I'm sorry. Yeah, I agree. McDonald's shouldn't even be on this list. No, no. I Actually, I disagree. Really? Well, it's like a... Because they redid the, the quarter pounder. I absolutely agree. Really? It's okay. I had a it's double quarter like, pounder with cheese today. I'm not going to lie. I had a quarter pounder it's, today it's, too. It's, it's better than what it was. It's light years above life. what it was. Light years How? because because they they prepare sh- it fresh. They prepare it fresh. It's not a frozen piece of beef that they're just throwing down. It's not that. like the pieces of beef you're getting on the Big Mac or on the regular cheeseburger. Because how about, else how about a quarter pounder done like a Big Mac? Now that'd be a fucking burger. That oh. would be interesting. I'd go that way. Yeah. Yeah. Wendy's on the list. They got the Dave's Double. Uh, you know, a Dave's Double is pretty, even a Dave's Single is pretty solid. You can't I, go wrong. I'm happy with the Dave's Single. I right. do. I do enjoy Wendy's. If I, uh, Wendy's Fast Food. Wendy's Dude, Wendy's solid. Fast Food. I, I told Casey the other night on Friday at the Montecito for lunch, we went to a Wendy's and it was thirteen eighty nine for uh, like a number eight. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? 
Do you wonder why McDonald's kicks your ass every time? The five dollar difference. Yeah, but yeah, uh, but you know what? I wound up I going to Sonic and I had a had a Coney dog. It was great. You know, with an onion ring. Wendy's. I do like their chili. I'm a big fan of their I do chili. Too. Well, I don't love it. I think it's very good for a drive-through chili. You know whose chili is? And Big Ed mentioned the the store. Chili is very good. Oh, uh, uh, steak, steak and shake. Steak and shake. Yeah, their chili is fantastic. Oh, I yeah. Dude, that four dollar menu. I mean, you can't beat that. Taco salad. The only problem around here, they have not opened up all the steak and shakes that closed. No, not at all. But I, I they're not going. That. They're not going to. They're they're they had or, a little financial trouble. But didn't they take them all under? Didn't they rather than franchise them out? Weren't they all coming under Steak and Shake corporate? It's possible they were buying out franchises. I gotta rewind back to uh, Wendy's really quick. Sure, sure. I think that I've mentioned this maybe a year or two ago. But has anybody here ever eaten a Wendy's cheeseburger driving at night? No. Huh? In the dark. No. Driving at night. I try not to eat and drive at the same time. Okay. I had to every now and then. Uh, It tastes like nothing. When you don't have other senses and all you have is taste and smell. At least the one I had driving at night tasted like nothing. Like it had zero taste. It totally turned me off from Wendy's. Hmm. Try it sometime. Close your eyes and eat a Wendy's burger. Yeah, that won't look weird. Hey, well, I mean, you could do it at home. What's that fucking weirdo over at that table doing? <laughs> He's like, mm. <laughs> you could do it. The eyes make that sound. Yeah. Eating. Like, sir, you have to leave. Seriously, you have to leave now. Please, please, hear. please leave. But I, I've only been here 20 minutes. I haven't <laughs> met that. I haven't been here 30 minutes yet. I'm not loitering. I've You're making noises. Leave. All right. Has anyone here ate at Shake Shack? No. I think I Where's Shake Shack? Ordered. Where's they actually opened one here in Tampa in that new plaza. It's called Midtown. Where's that? Midtown? Yeah, is that like hoity-toity area? No, 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 no. It definitely isn't. They're trying to make it hoity-toity. Oh, so it's like ghetto. You're like, it's still fucking West Tampa, folks. Oh, shit. Okay. It's it's like Dale Mabry in Columbus. And it's Shake Shack. There's a Shake Shack. Have you, have you indulged over at Shake Shack? I have not. But they made it to this list. I okay. think I ordered from there, and it wasn't bad, but it wasn't amazing, because I think I've only had it once. You know, here's another burger joint, if I may interject this one. Absolutely. How about Culver's? What's your thoughts mm-hmm. on Culver's? Mm-hmm. Decent burger. Yeah, good yeah. burger. Great onion rings. Um, I haven't had their onion onion rings, but I do like their uh, cheese curds, or as my father would call them, cheese turds. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, he's and not wrong. And concrete mixers. That's all you need. And their, their custard is very good. Their frozen oh, custard yeah, yeah, yeah. is for sure. Totally on. But see, I go there for the other things, not necessarily the burger. Oh, okay. Yep. The custard, the, the cheese other curds, stuff. and shit yes. like that. Yes. All right. Because I think their burger is very similar in taste and quality to um, Steak and Shake. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which I is not, a, it's not, it's not, a, it's not, I like both of them. I think both are great. I think the fries at Steak and Shake, I'll take their little shoestring, shoestring fries over the fries at Culver's, actually. 
I kind of really like the shoestring fries at Steak and Shake. I gotta be in a mood for a shoestring. Yeah, I, I like them. No, I like the shoestring too. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm in on that one, Big Ed. So they're not a bad drunk French fry. No. When you're drunk, there's not a bad right. much of anything. Well, and then you put cheese on them when you're drunk. Oh, cheese on anything's good. All right, now here's one on the list. I, ah, uh, uh, yeah, I don't agree. disagree. Ten four on that one. Burger King's the Whopper. No, that that's no. I mean, maybe there was a time, maybe thirty years ago. I'd say that was about the time. Their veggie burger kicks ass though. 30 years ago, the Whopper was a much better sandwich than it is now. Do you know who Manny Garcia is? He's like the father of Burger King in Florida. I think he owned like about 40 of them. He brought Burger King to Florida. You went to the school. His name's all over that freaking university. You know, the girls' college mm-hmm. up north. Mm-hmm. And um, there's got to be someone whose family's got to walk into a fucking Burger King. And go, like, what the fuck? This tastes like shit. They have the worst burger. I, I'm shocked. And are you, you going to tell me checkers or rallies, depending where you live. Mm-hmm. Both headquartered be, here, by the way. Yeah. Does not be anything from Burger King. Yes. It all does. There's not much that Burger King beats. I, I, I like I, I was shocked. Shake. I was shocked. But burger. This it is a seems burger. like Burger King is just going through the motions. Oh, they certainly are. All right, so everyone's in agreement. Burger King should not be on that. No, not even. I think they have one of the best vanilla milkshakes. They also have the highest calorie vanilla milkshake, but it's good. Well, that's why it's the best. Yeah, because it's called sugar. Yeah, that's a tough one. Right, but I mean. You got to make it better, add sugar. Yeah. I mean, we we talked about Whataburger. There was on the list. Five Guys. Five Guys, I'm a big fan. Some people do not like Five Guys, but I'm a five. I think their fries are amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I've the hamburgers are great. Like I know people who do not like Five Guys huh. that that will not go to a Five Guys. I enjoy it. I think they make a great burger. I haven't had it in a long time, and I probably have only had it a handful or a little more times, maybe. I had but one I next to my that. office in Dulles. I ate it three times a week. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but do you like it or not, then? Yeah. Okay, so it didn't get old. No. So this this their David, fries, their Cajun fries were the best. So David's Burgers in Arkansas, they'd right be on right on par with the Five Guys as now, far as. Now I've never ate like around here. You have Burger Culture, Burger Five, Burger Twenty One. Oh, Burger Five and Burger Twenty One are both. They're pretty good. good. I've eaten at both. I've never eaten at any of them. However, Outback had a fast food burger chain that was short lived. That was fantastic. What was it I, called? I forget the name of it. But they had a. Outback had a burger chain. Yes, it was really good. It was unbelievable. That's because the Outback burger is fucking kick ass. I yeah. never had it. Uh, their burger's pretty good. Burger. But most people, you, you don't go to Outback for the burger, but. Well, as a kid, I did. Yeah, same here. And I, ate a lot I have of very burgers. fond memories of that hamburger. I wonder if that drive through, I forget what it's called now, if they have a burger. Yes, they do. Um, is it good? Or it, it's, it's decent. Oh, they're new. Little they're uh, what Aussie are they? Grill. Aussie Grill. Yeah. Aussie Grills. They're oh, there's a Hoots. Hoots, yeah, corner. yeah, yeah. Hoots. Hoots. Wait, what's Hoots? Hoots. That's Hooters. Like that's Hooters. It is. It's like a stand up. You don't dine in. It's well, no, they do actually have some dine in. Oh, really? So it's it's counter service. Yeah. So it's just about everything you get at Hooters. No way. 
but you order at a counter. Okay, I've seen this place, and I was like, Hoops. they're stealing the logo and everything. No, because it's the same ah! fucking company. Yeah. There's ah, one ah. right up here on Dale Mabry, right yeah. by yeah. Studio C. is about five minutes from the Hoots. So we might have ten. We're we're gonna do we're gonna Hoots. do a Hoots one. Oh, yeah, yeah we're sure. gonna do a Hoots. But night. it's not drive through. No, no, no. It, it's counter service. There's tables, and you walk by this place. It smells like Hooters. It's ah. amazing. But that, that's a different show. That's a chicken. You're not show. talking about the Aussie Grill, Casey, are you? We're, that's a different no, no, one. We no, talked no, about Aussie Grill, no, no, but no. now we're talking but, about Hoots. But there was something that Outback had before Aussie Grill. It was called Mick Dundee Burgers. No, what now? I, I can't remember, but it was it was a burger place that was short-lived in Tampa. Casey said that was many years ago, right? Uh, so. Not too long, like maybe four years ago they closed okay. it. You know, they... Sometimes you have chains that will have a concept. They'll put one or two out as a test. As a test, and they'll figure it out. There used to be better than up. having twenty, and then go that tits going up. tits up, and then you got. Wasn't there a square one burger? Is that it? No. I don't know. No, it's not that. You're. Um, By the way, over uh, burger fry is overpriced. Yeah. But it's yummy. Uh. Have you had their shakes? Okay, so no, I'd, ra I'd rather just, go to Culver's. No, nah. that's not a bad comparison. Here's the next one on this list. I like this. I like this place, but I don't necessarily put them on this list. I I, I agree, and that's uh, White Castle with their cheese slider. White, uh, White Castle. White Castle. I think that's for me is more of a novelty. Right. I, I do like their sliders. They're delicious. Yeah, it's, but, I mean, it's great. In but the Great it, Depression, it's a great burger because you're like, I can only afford uh, a four-cent burger. Well, here's your four-cent burger, right. you know, back in 1922. And so, yeah, it's great. Uh, I, Look, if you want to eat 15 burgers, that's where you go. Yeah, but the list is fast food chain – that has the best burger. Uh, I would not put White Castle in that group. If you put White Castle, then by proxy, it should be Backslash and put Crystal. Could be, yeah. Because don't tell me that White Castle's burger is that much better than the fucking Crystal burger. Look, no. the difference between White Castle and Crystal was there was uh, a couple stoners that made a movie about White Castle, and they didn't <laughs> oh, make it about Crystal. Omar and Kumar or yeah. whoever the fuck they were. <laughs> Go to White Castle. Yeah, they couldn't have made that about Crystal, and we'd be talking about Crystal. Haji and Petey Apple. go on the road. Yeah. Oh, Petey and Repeaty. Yeah. To, go to <laughs> Crystal. Go to Crystal. <laughs> that's the next movie coming out, everybody. Yeah. Make sure you, you make sure that'll be on Netflix next month. Actually, that's going to be a children's book. Okay. That's exactly, yeah, except someone will draw wee wees all over it and put it in the library. <laughs> oh, you know? shit. Don't or, draw wee wees, kids. Or, or uh, what it'll be is uh, someone slipping and flipping up and in poop flying out of their butt. Yes, that always happens in those books. Right in their own mouth. If this book exists, I'm going to bring it to the line of day. That's just hilarious. <laughs> the truth, hey, just like uh, X Files, the truth is out there, you know. 
That's the funniest well, thing. look, if they could have book children's books about being gay and coming out or something like that crazy, why can't you have a book where the kid just like shits his pants? <laughs> <laughs> Those things happen. <laughs> Oops, I made Miss Miss Johnson, I made boom booms, you know. <laughs> That'd be the opening scene <laughs> in fir first grade. They were good. Right? Who? Uh, we're talking about obscene children's books right now see I, I would teach my child if that would happen just to yell out like oh my god someone just shit my pants <laughs> and then everyone's got to investigate who shit his pants that whole day that sounds like a like You're a uh, life, all right everyone all right listen right everyone's gonna be here all day who shit his pants who did it you better come clean who, who made boom booms <laughs> who made boom booms in his pants <laughs> We'll get to the bottom of this. Oh, God. Oh, God. So, Backyard what? Burgers, they were good. Oh, they're gone. Right? They're gone. Backyard Burgers. That, that I don't was, think I ever that, ate there. That was in uh, like an Orlando chain. Oh, I only was. think they only had like two locations. Listen, here's, here's a, a they were good. Oh, well, like I, Miami I, Subs. Remember them? Ooh. They were good. Yeah, but yeah, burger. they had good onion rings too. Okay. I'll tell you where all this? the good onion rings are in town. You're, you're, probably had a hamburger you're ready for the fast food joint that is in the mid south that I have not yet eaten at. I want to eat at, but they don't have like any sit down restaurants. It's only drive through, so it kind of turns me off. Okay, is um, uh, cookout. I've had it. And. Is it amazing? It looks amazing. Cookout looks like I'm fucking gonna awesome. I'm going to say only good when you're drunk. Oh, hmm. no. But listen, last time I was up in North Carolina, which was not that long ago, every time I went by a fucking cookout, there was a line around the building. Was it like after midnight? No, it's in the middle of the day. Oh, okay. Lunchtime. Melissa, get over getting drunk and eating burgers. Some people eat hey, them so I'm just saying. So I cookout. Only had it once or twice. There's one in Jackson, Tennessee. I'll be up in Tennessee in two months. I plan to experience the cookout experience i may be somewhat lying i mean i think it's better when you're drunk but it's not bad food it's very cheap food which made made me question it like very cheap food but they i think they have some decent things they have all kinds of things i would say it's like a steak and shake but cheaper okay Steak and Shake has a four dollar cheeseburger with fries. I mean, doesn't get any cheaper than yeah. that. Yeah, they have a four dollar menu. Yeah, they still do. It's very affordable. Oh, I didn't know they had that on it. Oh yeah, they have a bunch of shit on their four dollar menu. Still. And good chili. Yeah. Butter well, burger. Stuff is expensive. I think. Like they make a cheeseburger. They put a stick of butter on it, and it's uh, delicious. Yeah, well, I guess it's how butter will never betray your taste buds. Now, if you're in the second grade, you don't need a steak and shake because you might make boom booms in class. And then, it's a whole... <laughs> and then you have to yell out, "Who? Sh someone just shit my pants. Someone just shit my pants. <laughs> someone boomed in my boom. <laughs> Somebody boomed my boom boom. Boomed my bum. But oh, my. We're at an important... Oh, at an important Cro juncture. Cross wait, wait, wait. Hang on, hang on before oh, you God. cue the music. This is the only thing we got like boom. theme music for. I know. Oh, oh, what was it? He was just by his big head making a boom boom. <laughs> My back is killing me from working at T-Bones. Good God, I'm getting up to this shit. <laughs> oh. 
It's a little behind the scenes, folks. For he's, you, he's. I think he's either putting on or taking off his back brace. <laughs> trying to imagine. Just like Big Ed, the real Big Ed. Yep. Mm -hmm. Let me clear my throat. I got to mute for a sec. Okay, that's good. He knew to mute that time and not just to scare the audience. Yeah. Scare the audience with chewing. <clears throat> yeah, grunting. Slurping. Hey, I haven't eaten Skittles in probably six months, so I'm not good on that. No, part. but you were slurping ramen at the beginning of the show. It was, uh, you know what? Because you guys were on time tonight. The last month or so, it's been eight twenty-two, and I'm like, oh, I can woof down some uh, shin ramen. We had to keep you guessing. So it's our fault. All right. No. Big Ed's Rock and Roll Retrospective. Take it away. Hey, thanks, guys. Uh, so I guess we're going to wrap up Progressive with Rush, Caress of Steel, 1974. Caress of Steel is the third studio album by the Canadian rock prog band Rush, released on September 24th, 1975 by Mercury Records. Uh, I think this was the change to prog sound. Uh, I would... It was said that this was the change to the prog sound. I would have to disagree because if you listen to songs like Bastille Day or I Think I'm Going Bald and the group sound moving from blues-based hard rock style the first two albums toward progressive rock, I'd say no. Still rock and roll. The album was a commercial and critical bottoming it out, so to speak, for Rush. However, as the album's darker sound and fantastical comp compositions initially failed to find the audience they were looking for, I, I, I don't think they failed to find anything. They found they had the audience. But when you're on the road with Kiss, it's it's hard to, to fill seats. You know, no one came to see Rush. They came to see Kiss. So it confused some of the band's peers while poor sales put the band in danger of being dropped by Mercury. Despite being more positively viewed by the band's fans in retrospect, I think uh, this is the black sheep of the vast catalog. This is my favorite Rush album since I was a Duke boy. Crest of Steel received negative reviews from professional critics. For example, Wall Music's Greg Prado described the album as one of Rush's more unfocused albums. I'm like, dude, you aren't even getting high, so how do you know? While Daily Vault's Christopher Failing called it a tentative step for Rush, one which would actually lead them to their masterpiece in some people's minds or in their eyes in conceptual work in reference to the album uh, 2112, which was the follow-up. The album did go gold in Canada, and it did go gold in the States, but not until 1993, one of the few Rush albums that did not go platinum. I think this defines Rush and shows you their potential without all the special effects and keyboards. When we talk about Rush, we're talking about Geddy Lee, vocals, bass, guitar, Alex Lifeson, 6 and 12 string, electric guitars, acoustic guitars, classical and steel pedal, Neil Peart, drums, percussions, lyrics. Producer Terry Brown. Terry Brown produced 10 Rush albums, and he's worked with everyone from Sonny and Cher to Jimi and Hendrix, and he's worked... Uh, to this day, he's still working. He's got 60 performers' albums to his credit. Uh, this album starts out pretty aggressive with the first track, Bastille Day. This starts out with a heavy singular riff by Lifeson and some percussion drumming and bass picking to complement the beginning. This should get your attention. Lee would often be criticized for his vocals. Not this song. Lee lets you have it, which, which really suits him. 
Life's in with the subtle but smooth solo in the middle while Lee and Perk keep the timing down and finishes out. It finishes pretty much how it started. I think I'm going bald, also known as the Joe Bauer song. The Duke boy and his masters of mischief would uh, often heckle this young man about his hair receding at 18. I similarly, it's a similar beginning as far as another memorable Lifeson riff at this point. I'm seeing the merits of Pert on drums. Still a simple rock song about aging, how subtle the changes. I like the closing lyric, which is perfect for today's time. I'm aging every day, but when I am gray, I'll still be gray my way. Which leads to Lakeside Park, a nice mid-tempo song started with a nice fill by Pert and a nice rhythm by Lifeson with a simple solo in the middle, at least singing about time spent hanging out with friends, very reminiscent of the Duke Boy days. Side one closes out with a 12 and a half minute song called The Necromancer with three parts. So part one is Into, Dark, Into the Darkness. Parallels the three band members in The Lord of the Rings and the music seems to coincide with the stories it builds for Lifeson is having his guitar sing and Pert responded with fills and crashing cymbals. All the while, Lee, Lee keeps a steady bass rhythm to keep you wanting more. Part two, Under the Shadow. A raw sound and guitar introduces this and Lee jumps in and his vocal really kicks in and, and is suited for this song. While Pert might, be, might not be the professor yet, but he's certainly the doctor on the drum kit with his surgical precision. I'm loving every sound and nuance of this. When the necromancer, who is Sauron from Lord of the Rings, is aware of the three travelers musically, all hell breaks loose and you aren't hooked yet, then keep listening. Return of the Prince, part three. The Prince is Bitor and had previously appeared on the album Fly By Night, a very mellow sounding melody with complex structures and percussion that explains the victory of Bitor over the necromancer and the three travelers are free to roam and continue on their journey. Lifeson makes his Gibson ES-335 like it's his last. It just makes it sing. Side 2 starts out with the epic 18-minute The Fountain of the Lament with its six parts, starting with In the Valley. Starts out with Geddy Lee singing softly with a nice 12-string acoustic. Suddenly, Lifeson again hammering heavy chords on that Gibson and Lee belts out the verse and calmly sings a chorus about a young toddler that only recognizes his parents as comfort and food. As he gets older, he just wants to climb the mountain to the fountain of Lemneth. The changes in the music are addicting and, inc and incredible. Part two, Didax and Narpitz. Uh, it's a one minute drum solo with words of contradiction, sounded like a, a parent and a child arguing. Part three, no one on the bridge. A slow start builds to a crescendo. Lifeson lets it rip and goes into a heavy riff while Lee is shrieking about a lost ship and no crew to steer. The three in unison make a sound worth the second and third listening. These guys play together like they've been together for decades, not two years. Part four, Panacea. Our protagonist is learning the meaning of life because of In the Valley and No One at the Bridge, where he learns about joy and passion and a reality all at once. This is a very slow tempo song with Life's in Show and his softer side on acoustic as he does the rest of the band. Back is Plateau, part five. Our protagonist is continuing on his journey in Hobbit style with traveling, drinking, eating, and sleeping while looking for the fountain of Lemneth. You can hear Pert on his journey to becoming the professor of precision and the rest of the band seems to be supporting him. 
Very cool changes throughout with Lifeson with the tune making his guitar sound almost like a keyboard. Part six, The Fountain. Musically, this is a reprise of In the Valley and the musical changes are parallel as well. The journey must end some time and has come full circle after he finds the fountain of Lineth, understands the circle of life. And the closing lyrics is just one of my favorite. I am tired and out of breath. Many journeys end here, but the secrets told the same. Life is just a candle in a dream. You must give it a flame. This is why I loved this Rush album and others as well. Much because the stories that were told, not only on this one, but others throughout the Rush catalog. I would give this five Montecitos, but I'm afraid I'd be heckled because I'm such a fan. So I cannot be neutral with, when reviewing this album, but it is every bit of a 4.5 Montecitos. The musicianship is spectacular. The changes are seamless and great lyrics. The Duke boy would blast this album all the time and would love to bury the needle in the general and driving out east with his band of mischiefs to see what the day had in store. I am Big Ed. Listen and enjoy. Yay. That's uh, another reference to Bytor and the Snow Dog. Yes, Bytor was evil in Fly By Night, but turned into a prince during his transition in Fly By Night. Right. Fly By Night was the first one with Neil Peart and wrote all the lyrics for that for that album. Oh, right. As right, well right. as this album. He was a lyricist. And I liked how he paralleled like their journey as musicians with the Lord Which, of the Rings, the Hobbit type of thing. On the... I, I always thought their makeup as songwriters was interesting as the guy who did not sing whatsoever wrote almost exclusively all the lyrics. Yeah. Almost every single song. Hmm. Yeah, he was a big time introvert and uh, was a reader, a chronic well, reader. He's supposed to be a very, very well read guy. Very well read. And you could hear the, the beginnings of his genius on drums as well in this. I just sure. love the changes on on the last two songs. You know, when, when they first started writing, they would do one side of the album would be stuff like for radio play, like rock and roll. Like if you listen to Fly By Night, it was like that. Uh, Caress of Steel, Temples of uh, 2112. Side one was the... the the story inside two or all oh, yes. with all the, the songs. Yeah. Um, same with uh, Farewell the Kings was also that way. Yeah. Side one was Cygnus X1 and then with, with its eight parts and then side two had the trees and, you know, what have you. Cinderella Man. I, I yeah. just, I, I was addicted to Russian high school. Russian Zeppelin, that's all I listened to. And The Doors. I went through a heavy rush phase and I listened to this all the time. We used to tease Joe Bauer about going bald when he was like 18. That was the, we called it the Joe Bauer song. That was no lie. I'm sure he's thrilled about that. Yeah, he was a good sport. <laughs> he liked hanging I, out with us. 
I was indoctrinated with uh, Rush at a very young age, so I'm very yeah. familiar with their uh, definitely the earlier catalogs of everything through the '70s, going through moving pictures. Um, this right. album, I'm, I I still think Bastille Day is one of the most underrated hard rock songs, bar none. I mean, put that thing. Folks, if you're at home, find Bastille Day on YouTube or wherever. Turn whatever you're listening up on number 11. And if you feel no emotion, then just, I don't know, you're you're a pretty boring person. Yeah, maybe you should watch The View or something. Maybe that'll help you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. Or watch QVC. Uh, it, yeah, something. It's, it's, it's such a kick-ass song. I love Bastille Day. Um, Lakeside Park's pretty fun. Um, I had early on, they called Rush Chronicles. It was like a best of, it would, but it was like a double album best of, and it had some like live. And, um, that's when I started listening to Lakeside on that one. Cause I didn't have all, you know, I had brothers, I had the albums and if they weren't around for me, just to kind of politely borrow the albums from them, mm-hmm. you know, I had to come up with my own, you know, albums. It's cool. If you listen to the lyrics, this is, uh, the first it said, Oh, there's no bread. Let her meet cake was actually, uh, like from, Maria Antoinette. Yes. She, she told her peasants. Yep. You know, huh? cause they talk about bloodstained velvety dirt lace naked on every face They talk about the dungeons of the innocent. The guillotine will claim her bloody prize. Yeah, they were talking about the the French Revolution. Yes, and they they rised up. You know, when they when they opened that prison, Bastille, there was, no one was left. They they found an empty prison when they rebelled. People were dead. That was it. And then people. That's when they really went apeshit. They're like, oh my god, they literally killed everyone that was in the prison. No no one was even left alive. And you know, me getting a little kind of history, um, Marie Antoinette being a little disconnected as being a teenage queen. Um, it was kind of, and I think it was kind of taken out of context, perhaps. Um, her, the peasants are rebelling. You know, they would have like in Paris at the time, unfortunately, uh, Paris was uh, a city of mostly have nots. Really? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. It, we're, and we're talking, you know, in the 1780s, 1770s. Okay. Um, they would have riots, and they would basically call them in French. It was like they were bread riots. They they would just storm near the castle, and they would just raise all bloody hell, just throw bread at them, and they would go away. Oh, my God. Fe- feed the masses. They were starving. You were starving your people. They revolted. So she, she was just saying, let them eat cake, meaning like, hey, give them some food. But, you know, uh, definitely taken out of context and at the wrong time. Oh. You know, not her fault. Yo. Again, she, hey, you know what? They made her a villain. She was just a child. She didn't know. Um, her husband. Yeah, they used to salt the fields to punish them. Oh, yeah. That's why they, yeah, they were well, they, terrible. They, well, they, well, they learned that from the Romans. Yeah, 
That's why there's no Carthage to this day. They literally just salted the shit of that part of Africa. Nothing's <laughs> grown there since. Wow. Well, you know, you have three wars. At some point, Rome's like, come on, dude. <laughs> we're, we're done with this. You sent some guy with elephants through the Alps to try to, like, outflank us. Like, all right, this is fucking over. Anyways, um, yeah, no, Bastille Day, man. I mean, it's like almost like a little rock and roll history lesson on top of being a kick-ass song. Love this album. Um, so this, I guess, closed our phase of going through uh, a reflection of, for now, we can always go back to prog rock. Uh, uh, well, what now. I'd like to do is is I have something that's kind of, I would think, uh, modern prog, but it just... It encapsulates mm -hmm. everything that we I've I've played, okay. you know, or that I've reviewed. Called Stephen Wilson. I think I sent that to you. I told you about two weeks ago when I was doing King Crimson. Oh, it's so like the the shoulda couldas, right? I don't remember. Like like the guys that left and they made other bands and they didn't hit or miss. No, Stephen Smith is somebody just, she's a, a modern, you know, I think this was 2021. Oh, maybe this was like an after show we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. And I don't woulda, yeah, shoulda. Yeah. I mean, we there was another concept that I was thinking of done, uh, a what shoulda, woulda, you know, like when we were doing uh, the three best metal albums, I could probably dig up two more or, you know, going into, you know, are, super are groups. Well, there's always room for super groups. Um, I always thought maybe new wave, and yeah. new waves. New waves a very blanket term. You know, yeah. I, I, it's changed over time. You know, that could be the cars. That could be talking heads. Let's 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 put a pin in that and do that after the two year. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, next no. week I want to do that. Stephen Wilson. It was pretty pretty interesting. I've been listening to that a lot. I can't get that out of my head. I even listened to, uh, uh, I think Stephen Wilson. Let me see. He said that. Oh, Wilson. Not that Wilson. <laughs> Is he English? British? I, I, you know what? I don't know. I have just listened. I didn't do any. Uh, I, I, I like to kind of be surprised when I. Stephen Wilson, yeah, he's an odd-looking cat. It's called the Raven. Actually, it came out 2013, but there are others okay. that it that are. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? This was in the separate. This was just a me and you text. Uh, yeah, I just said. You know why? Because when you when I listen to an album. Yeah, well, that and that, I get to the end. I was Apple too busy always... trying to. I was too busy trying to uh, focus on this guppy and capture it in motion to show you they're evolving. And yes, they're, yeah. they're 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 growing color. It says he started singing in 1983, and he was with Incredible Expanding Mindfuck. Am I looking? I, I wonder. I don't know. I wonder why that band didn't get radio play. <laughs> Could it be the word "fuck" in their name? Yeah, <laughs> or maybe not. maybe he did too much boom booms. But this album, I, you know, so when you listen to, uh, when I listen to iTunes and I'm listening to retrospect songs, if, if I don't have anything on, on cue, it'll go into a suggestion. And this came on and I thought, 
I, I was hearing like Genesis, ELP, all kinds of like influences. Okay. Like, so I'm like, oh, this got to be some kind of progressive, a modern day progressive guy. So I listened to it. I'm like, this is fucking good. Then I listened to it again and again. I'm supposed to, and I was supposed to be listening to like Tricks to the Tail. <laughs> I'm like, oh, bye, right. focus, focus, you know. Hmm. I I listened to The Lamb Lies Down on Broadway this morning. I couldn't help nice. it myself. It's it's great. It it grew on me really hard. But I I had more fun doing the prog stuff than than the other stuff. Well, sometimes you know it goes to show getting outside of your comfort zone. You know. Yeah, but it's been there for the last 40, 50 years. Yeah. No, that's sometimes things are hidden in plain sight. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I knew Duke. I had Duke at one time. Duke, to me, was probably the last great Genesis album that had, like, the signature sound of Genesis, you know? Right. Anyway, that I this this Caressa Steel though by far um my top five favorite album. You know, this is definitely on it. So I gotta dig through I looked, I found like 40 reviews on my laptop and I thought most I did most of them on this all in one, but I only see I don't see a whole lot that I saved on the desktop. I thought this was more. They get top five, Beastie Boys, Deep Purple. Uh, the Mantras, Pink Floyd Animals, Budgie, King Crimson, Genesis. That's all. I mean, I can't believe that that's it. I've done, I've done at least 70, if not 80, close to 100 now, because I started doing these reviews in like November. Correct. All right. Oh yeah. Oh no. For for sure. For sure. Those shows. We could count. I them might. Now. I might. I might have to just go back to because it's on the the new catalog of shows, not from the other format, right? Mm. No, it's all from this format. Okay, so yeah, I could do you find. Know that Stephen Wilson has worked with Crimson King, King Crimson. King Crimson. I know nothing about this guy. Well, so okay. I haven't done any homework. I will. I'll probably know a little more a week from today. A lot more. Sweet. The that. listening phase will go till about Tuesday, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, I start like putting stuff down on paper. Love it. I I can't believe how much work I did for this album after I've listened to this couple thousand times in the last, you know, 40 years, <laughs> 42 years. Hmm. Well, again, a great retrospective. Thank you. I thoroughly enjoyed listening and going down memory lane. There are a lot of memories that were evoked from me. Whoa, whoa, easy on the wow. mic there. However, I, I think we, we covered... Uh, we covered it all. We covered hurricanes, um, having a plan, and a plan to cook food. 
Uh, we talk some TV shows. We talk some burger lists. Talk and everybody you. out there affected by the hurricane, uh, Godspeed, get well. Take it out Absolutely. of prayers. A- absolutely be safe don't do anything stupid don't grab down power lines not a good yeah. idea if we've yeah. learned nothing these past few days yeah um but everybody out there i'm going to echo big ed's wishes stay safe we're praying for you get better start putting things back together it only gets better from here on out and warm beer in the cheap seats will be here to bring it to you every friday night and as red green says keep your stick on the ice and keep the shiny side up greasy side down